Hello everyone, this is Raymond Moore, and you're listening to Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast. How's everybody doing out there? Here in Texas, we've been having a lot of this drizzly rain, foggy stuff, and so we've been stuck inside, haven't been able to do much. We can't really do much anyways due to the COVID mess, and so, you know, so we're kind of stuck here. My lovely queen, Cynthia, has also been sick in bed. And she's got some sort of flu thing. Uh, she went to the doctor, and it's nice to know she doesn't have COVID. Thank God. But it's been kicking her behind, and her energy level has been super low. So you may not have been seeing her much on the group or anything like that. Other than that, we're just living life and enjoying hanging out with all you folks there at Real Men Wear Kilts. Um, on this episode of Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast, we have Chris Brown from Nut Dust. Now, if uh, we did a show, what was it, last week or something? We did a show where uh, we did some reviews of Nut Dust. And this is a great product. And it's for your nether regions. And it's specifically made in Scotland, or it was invented in Scotland, and really made for guys who wear kilts. So no more smelling like baby powder or menthol or anything. And this stuff rocks. But you'll learn more when you start listening to the interview and when we talk to Chris. It was a lot of fun. This was a great interview, uh, especially nut dust. Yeah, got it. We also have a super secret surprise. It's with Christian Toll. Now, Christian's one of our moderators, but he has been planning a show called Twisted Anchor with your kilted mixologist, Christian Toll. And so the goal is to show us how to make some of these great drinks that, you know, we've heard of and we maybe seen them on the movies and everything, you know, but, you know, like here, think about it. Cosmopolitan. Heard it, seen about it. You see in the old movies, they're drinking it. You know, here, please let me have a Cosmopolitan. Uh, but I, <laughs> do I know how to make it? Nope. <laughs> so Chris is going to be our kilted mixologist and show us the ins and outs of making some really great drinks. And then I hear that he even has a special Real Men Wear Kilts drink that he is coming up with. Now, for music, we have Maggie Jofinic, Jofnig. I hope I'm saying that right. Maggie lives in Austria, but she plays some mean bagpipes and has got a good band here. So I uh, reached out to her, and she's going to share a couple songs here with some really good toe-tapping reels. So that's about it for right now. So let's just jump right in there and have Maggie pipe us into our show. Take it away, Maggie.
Hey folks, everybody, how's everybody doing? Raymond Moore here, and I have got a great interview for you tonight, today, tomorrow, whatever time you're listening to this is, we have a great interview. I've got Chris Brown with Nut Dust here. Now, Nut Dust is an insane product that I actually learned about about a year ago, but I thought, no, this can't be true. This is some powder for kilties, and it is. It's actually a kilty product for the nether regions. Now, here's how good this stuff works. I, I went to work today and Chris actually sent me some samples and I wore some Voyager. That was, that's one of the, of the aromas that they have. And it smells a lot like a, a cologne that I have. So I was wearing that today. The boss's daughter comes up to me and say, you smell good. And I, this is the first time it's ever happened to me ever. You know, I work with a lot of waitresses and other people and everything like that. But, you know, this is the first time. So I was like, okay, this must be the nut dust. I don't know. But great product. And I want to welcome on here Chris Brown. Hey, Chris, how you doing, bud? Raymond, I'm great. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Uh, mm -hmm. show. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you and, and your listeners about nut dust. It, it yeah. really is a marvelous product that we've got here. It, it is. I mean, I, I, I haven't used it before and I had, you sent me some samples today and I, we got it in the mail the day before. So today was the first day I actually was wearing it. And I, and I said, we wore Voyager or I wore Voyager today and it's super smooth. I, it's, it doesn't feel like talc powder or the baby powder or that gold bond junk or, or anything. It's super smooth. And I mean, I, I, Cynthia tries some in her hand and, and stuff. It's like, wow, man, this stuff is, is really nice. What is, so what is it? What, what? So, so you, you mentioned that it's for kilt wearers. It actually was born in Scotland. My, my business partner, Andy Clark, still lives in Scotland today. Uh, he lives in Glasgow. I'm in Northern Virginia. And we, we decided that, Andy was the one who invented this this beautiful thing. He had been attending a whole lot of weddings and stuff wearing the kilt, and uh, someone had said to him, "So what do you wear underneath the kilt, Andy?" Um, I, I like I like the gag when when you ask somebody what's worn underneath the kilt. Yeah. I like the reply, "Nothing's worn. It, it's all in good working order." <laughs> but but um, what Andy Andy would reply to people. The only thing I wear underneath the kilt is my nut dust. So he was using things like baby powder. He was using things, uh, menthol products, but they were talcum based. And some of them were cornstarch based, uh, yeah. cornstarch based. But what happens is when you start to re-sweat, um, what happens, the, the, the talcum powder, the cornstarch gets clumpy. It gets clumped up between the legs and it just becomes uncomfortable. So by the end of the night, you're all chafed. You're not feeling great about what's going on down there. And it's not brilliant. So he decided, I'm going to make a better product. So Nut Dust was born. It is made of arrowroot powder. Predominantly, it's made of arrowroot powder. Um, we have no additives in there. We have got nothing that's going to irritate the skin. Our root powder, a fluid, and essential oils that are, are made, we make these things specifically for nut dust. You can't get these smells any, anywhere else. They're all natural oils, uh, so we don't need preservatives. 
and they just give the greatest smell you've ever had. The arrowroot powder is it's a hydroscopic powder, so it gets absorbed into the skin. So rather than sitting on top of the skin like talcum powder or some of the other products, it doesn't clump when it gets wet because it gets absorbed in there. And that's what gives you that silky, smooth feeling. As, as I like to say, um, well, Raymond, I'll ask you the question. Would you go and buy, would you go and buy Cynthia, a, a Louis Vuitton purse? Would that, would that be something that would be high in your demand curve? I mean, for, my, for Cynthia, yeah, she, she deserves everything. Oh, then you're just a sweetheart. But <laughs> for ten thousand bucks, you can buy a Louis Vuitton purse. But for eight ninety nine, you can you can buy a bottle of nut dust, and you can feel like a silk purse all night long. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's one of those great products. So it it is it is an amazing product. It's silky smooth. It absorbs into the skin. It's great for your boys, but it's great for under the arms because it doesn't get clumpy in hair. Ooh, it's great, great for your body. Back sack and crack, as we see, you know, it's uh, it's perfect. It really is. I I found that it was very absorbent. I'm I'm a grill chef, so I stand behind a a hot grill all day, and I'm cooking steak and and other things, and so it gets rather hot and warm back there. And I was wearing that, yeah. And I noticed today when I was taking a break that it wasn't clumpy. And where I've worn other products before, and it was rather clumpy before, but this stuff wasn't. And and again, and it smelled really good. The other great the other great thing about it, Raymond, is it doesn't it doesn't poof. So we don't have a we don't have a a, a sifter cap on that thing. You mm-hmm. pour it into your hand. The nut dust ways we say pour, spread, apply. That's the way it is. We could put a sifter on it, but it's not in a plastic bottle. It's in a nice alum- it's in an aluminum bullet, as we call it. It doesn't squeeze and it doesn't poof in the air. So you're not choking on it. Also, when you pour, spread, and apply, you're not getting any wastage. It's not getting all over your floor. It's not getting in carpet. It's not getting on tile. And the, and the last good thing about it is... When, when you apply it, it doesn't leave a chalky residue because it gets absorbed into your hands. Mm. So when you apply, you can then go and pick up, say, you can go pick up your kilt, and you're not going to get the residue all over the wool of your kilt. If you're wearing it at work, you can go up and apply it without fear of contamination because the first thing you do when you use some other products is you have to go and wash your hands because yep. anything you touch is going to get covered in it. You don't have to do that with nut dust. You're free That's- to just that's what I noticed this morning when I was putting and applying it on. I poured some in my hand and, you know, powdered up or, or applied it where it needed to be applied. And, and it stuck. And then with the other stuff, I always have stuff that falls to the floor. And so yeah. I have a, a, a powder ring or whatever down by my feet and everything. Today, not there. It, it all stuck to where it needed to go. And but and again, silky smooth, very absorbent because I, I got out of the shower and things and it just you know absorbed right up. And uh, just I really liked it. I mean I can't I can't you know it's like okay, we're talking powder here and stuff like that, but it's it's actually a superior product. It, uh, as, I, as I said a little bit, we, we have it in these four different four different fragrances. 
the naked, like like you discussed, um, the naked is we, we it's it's when you're just sitting pretty or you're comfortable in your own whiff. You know, the naked is perfect for you. Entirely unscented makes it a perfect package for your cologne and stuff as well. Like you said, you like to wear a bit of cologne, so you wear the naked, and it's not going to get a combination of different smells. Um, I think you said your um, your wife really loved the uh, the Voyager. Is that correct? Uh, I like the Voyager. She really enjoyed. There's one that kind of smells like tea tree. Which one is it? Wildling or uh, yes, Wildling. It, she, she really liked the clean uh, uh, the clean flavor of the Wildling. So and the, then, so we say that the Wildling is our active scent. It's like the it's the one for the gym rat or the person who's on the go all day long. It's actually a combination of citrus, eucalyptus, and sage that's in the um, that's in the essential oils that make it up. Really nice light scent keeps you fresh indoors and outside, and it's like automatic air conditioning for your boys and everywhere else. Well, there was a there's your other flavor. You have like a cedar uh, sort of flavor, and I have a, that's a the, cologne. That's the laddie. That's the yeah. laddie, Raymond. The laddie's kind of like it's the classic scent. It's a it's your it's a combination of sandalwood, cedar, and bergamot. Um, really kind of deep and refined aroma. It's it's the kind of thing that you would expect Sean Connery to wear, you know, or, or even have Sean Connery to be jealous that you're wearing it. There. There, there's a nod to one of Scotland's greatest sons, God rest his soul, right? Yep. Um, and then Voyager, that's the one that I really liked. And uh, what was interesting, today I was wearing my Prada cologne. And and so the, the Voyager and Prada smell a lot alike together. What, and, do, what, what do you think, if when you, I have my own feelings in, on the Voyager, Raymond. What do you like about it? What's the smell to you? It's just a, a very clean, get out of the shower. You know how when you get out of the shower, you have that nice, clean, yet yet fragrant smell. Um, I use I use uh, some fragrant soaps and everything, the shower gels and, and yep. stuff. So I, you, you just smell very clean, very uh, manly. That was something that Cynthia said, so it smells very manly. And then also classic. Um, you don't, it's not like you're using some cheap cologne or, or anything like that. It's a very classy, upscale aroma. And, and that's why I said uh, my product cologne, we bought that at Macy's. We, we saw it in one of these ads in one of the men magazines. And, and so we both went down and, and got some at Macy's. And, uh, and so, yeah, this, the Voyager smells a lot like the product. I, yeah. I, lo I love the Voyager. It's actually my favorite scent as well. Um, my wife always says it's like imagining a, a sunset walk along a Caribbean beach with an ocean breeze. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to pin it down. It's yeah. got hints of vanilla and cinnamon and, and, mm -hmm. and other things. But it's a very soft smell, but quite manly as well. And I agree with you. That's my favorite one. Yeah. And that's, and that's something that my wife, Cynthia, liked as well. So... Uh, great aromas, great flavors, or great flavors, <laughs> um, but great, uh, it just all around, all around smells really good. Uh, not overly bearing, but it just seems to blend right in with your everyday, you know, 
I guess every day how you smell or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I, no, I get it. I get it. And, and, and it's in two different sizes. The size that you have is the two ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. And the, and we also have an eight ounce bottle of every cent wow. as well. It's, it's a nice big eight ounce bottle. And then, mm-hmm. um, and what I did for, for the real men that we, uh, real men wear kilts listeners, I put a, a promo code together for you guys. So if anybody's interested, go on www.officialnutdust.com and use promo code KILT10, K-I-L-T-10. That will give everybody a 10% discount off of their entire purchase. Mm-hmm. We want everybody on this on this Facebook page to join the body powder revolution with us. It's uh, redefining the way it's done. Now, something's happening here in America. This is made in America, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, so they're not going to have to wait for it to come from Scotland or anything no. like that. No, we we have fulfillment in both the United States and in Scotland. So everybody that orders here, the product is made in just south of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, we have a, a contract manufacturer that does a fantastic job with it. Mm-hmm. Our products are sourced here all throughout the United States. Our oils are handcrafted just for us from a company in Indiana. And it's warehoused and fulfilled and shipped from our warehouse in Birmingham, Alabama. So if you were to order, it will be sent out that day. Well, I know that when you sent me the samples, you told me one day and it was only two or three days and I got the products already. So great shipping and and it arrived really quickly and, and everything. Because right now in America, folks that if you're some of you listening who are in Sweden or Scotland or UK or something like that, the the postal system is kind of backed up right now. So a lot of our, our packages and things are being greatly delayed where I was really surprised by how fast I got this. Chris told me, hey, man, I just shipped it off to you. He gave me a tracking number so I could track it. And, and it arrived like three days later. So great delivery. <laughs> The people in the in our warehouse do a fantastic job. They go through every order on a daily basis, and they get it out for the same day. We we strive to get it out on day. Obviously, they're not in on the weekends, so weekends it's quick. You'll get an email right away that provides a tracking number for you, and it off it goes. And mm-hmm. we, we do whatever we can to get the, the products to our customers as quickly as possible. Awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this product with us. I'm sold on it big time. And then, <laughs> and then uh, the, the fact that it, it is a great nether region product, which us Kilties are always looking for good products for the nether region, um, is, is a plus. If, and, I could, if I could share a story as well. Yeah, Ray, please, please. It's great for the feet. So if, if you've got any listeners who are in military service or first responders and are on their feet all day, it is fantastic for the feet. It keeps the feet dry. It stops the athlete's foot. Mm. Great stuff. Also, an interesting one, we have some veterans who use it um, on their prosthetic limbs. So it, it absorbs the moisture from the prosthetic limb and reduces the smell. And it also, the feedback that I've gotten is it reduces the chafing because of the soft texture of the powder. What? It just lets it glide a little bit. So yeah. really great for, for those people as well. Um, any veterans 
we would love you to use the product. Absolutely. We have, it's, it's interesting that you say that. We've got about four or five uh, Kilties in the group that have prosthetics and have shared their pictures with us and, and everything. That would be a great thing to let them see, you know, try the product as well. I'll reach out to them and tell them to, to get in contact with you and yes. order your product and everything. That's a great idea, something that, you know, one would really not really think about. But um, again, we have five or, you know, about five or six Kilties who, who are wearing prosthetics now. And, uh, you know, go veterans, you know, so. Absolutely. Um, but any, any last words or anything that you can provide or share? Or Raymond, like I just want to thank you for, for letting me on. This was awesome. I'm, it, it's funny that it's less than a week since we were introduced to each other, and here we are sitting talking mm -hmm. to each other, talking about the Nut Dust product, and I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, if, if your listeners want to, again, if your listeners want to, um, to purchase this, give it a try. Use coupon code KILT10, K-I-L-T-10, and log in to www.officialnutdust.com. We have a great website. You can look through it. it. It tells you all about our products. And if they've got any questions, please reach out to me via the, the, webs, the website as well. Just fill out the contact form, and I'll get back to you right away. Yeah. No, I've been really impressed with it, Chris. I really love the product, and, and I love that it is a product that you specifically made for Kilties. So, yeah, um, that was the plan. So, Raymond, <laughs> thank you so much, and uh, if there's anything I can do for you or any of the listeners, you just ask. All right, I'm going to I'm going to follow I'm going to follow your Facebook page. Any any Scottish people are friends of mine. <laughs> you you have an accent. Uh, where are you from? Um, well, I'm originally from Scotland, but I've lived here for 22 years. So I've got a hybrid Scottish-American kind of thing going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually from a little village in the south of Scotland called Loch Mabin, uh, right next to Lockerbie. Oh, okay. um, a lot of people remember of Lockerbie of the, the 1988 plane disaster. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Occurred. So I, that, that's where I'm from. I'm from Lockerbie. I was, I was there that evening. Wow. Um, but my parents still live there. My sister still lives in Edinburgh. My business partner, as I say, is, is in Glasgow. He puts, he puts me on these things because if, if he comes on here, you'll only understand about 60% of it. <laughs> so he's a Glaswegian. He's a Ouija. He's a Ouija. Ah, he's a Ouija. Oh, okay. Well, I really appreciate you taking your time and sharing your product with us. This has been a great time tonight. Folks, listen, do me a favor. Go to officialnutdust.com, order this, get this, try the Voyager. My goodness, that is the one that rocks, at least it does for me. So get that, try it, you'll love it. And uh, Chris, again, thank you so much, bud. Thank you so much. Good night. We'll see you. Goodbye. God bless and kilt on. Hi, this is Jen with Cuisine and Corsets on Real Men Wear Kilts. You can listen on Mondays at 6.30. Last week was Burns Night, Haggis and Beyond, and it was basically Haggis Palooza. I used traditional and vegetarian haggis provided by Max Ski's Highland Foods and Gear to make a variety of haggis preparations. We ended up with six, almost seven different ways to cook haggis. I did talk about the traditional haggis dinner served with hearty meeps and tatties. We also had chicken balmoral bites, which is chicken breast stuffed with haggis, the whole thing wrapped in bacon, and 
and served with a whiskey cream sauce. We had mini potatoes stuffed with haggis and topped with horseradish sour cream, vegetarian haggis bonbons, scotch eggs, and haggis nachos or scotchos two ways. And while the typical Tex-Mex nachos are good with haggis instead of taco meat, I think my favorite preparation was the Taddy Scone nachos inspired by the Crafty Pig in Glasgow. Taddy scones are topped with haggis, bacon, black pudding if you have it, and lots of cheese. I also put the horseradish sour cream and the whiskey cream sauce on mine. It was wonderfully rich and creamy and very filling. Had a lot of pops of flavor from the haggis and the horseradish and everything just kind of uh, melded together into this wonderful, rich, very mature adult kind of nacho that would go great with a glass of scotch. We did want to make haggis toasties, but we kind of ran out of time and ran out of ingredients to make those haggis grilled cheese. So, one for the kids, I guess. Tomorrow, Monday the 25th, I will be doing Burns Night Part 2. We're out of haggis! I'll be making us a meal with classic Scottish flavors and ingredients that sadly, or maybe thankfully, do not contain haggis in the usual sense. I came across an interesting dessert concept that I do want to try out. You'll have to watch on Monday and see if you want to try this as well on Cuisine and Corsets on Real Men Wear Kilts, Mondays at 6.30. Hello, everyone. This is Raymond Moore, and you're listening to Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast. How's everybody doing out there? We are having a lot of fun doing this series here. We're going to continue our series with interviewing our show host. Now, today, I've kind of got a surprise for you, because today we have Christian Toll, and his show is called The Twisted Anchor, and he's going to be your kilted mixologist. Now, we haven't figured out a day yet for this show, but Christian is ramping this up and getting it ready, and he's going to start really showing us some really cool drinks while he's kilted. Uh, so, but first things, let's get you on here. Hey, Christian, you out there? Hey, how's it going? Hey, Christian, how you doing, bro? Not too bad. That's good. That's good. Do me first things first. Let's tell about a bit about yourself. Uh, what do you do? Where do you live? You know, what's your family life like? Okay. Hi, I'm Christian Toll. Um, I let's see. I live, I live in Ohio at the moment. I just moved out here from Chicago. Um, I'm a bartender. Family life is pretty great. Back home right now, but uh, not too bad. Good. Awesome. So, how long have you been been doing the whole kilted thing, and and uh, when did you start wearing kilts, and why? Uh, I've been wearing kilts for about five years or so now. Once I got out of, once I got out of uh, Navy, I and my dad went up to the Highland Games in Itasca, Illinois, mm -hmm. and walked up to a booth, and I, I had to get one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what was your first kilt? Uh, my first kilt was a um, Ross Hunting. Ross Hunting. Mm -hmm. my, my, family's, uh, my family's direct from Ross and mm -hmm. Tate. So do you still have that kilt today? Yeah, actually, yes, I do. Um, it's the one I, I wore that one down at uh, the Texas Renaissance Fair. Oh, cool. Okay, that's awesome. So do you have yeah, any ancestors? That's my main. That's your main kilt? So do you have any ancestors who wore kilts or some great uncle or grandfather or something like that? Oh, well, if we want to go down, down that hole, yes. Um, <laughs> so if you were to follow my family history back um, a couple generations, there was a uh, man by the name of Archibald Campbell Tate. Um, 
he was the Archduke of, or Archbishop of Canterbury. So the guy who would like king or queen in England. Oh. Going back from that, all of them wore kilts there. All minus him because he had to wear his robes. My family's been wearing them forever, and we can trace that back all the way to the 1300s or so. So does your dad wear a kilt and everything too? Yes, sir. He's actually the reason um, that I'm the way that I am and as active as I am in this group. Mm-hmm. Um, without him and growing up, we listened to nothing but Celtic music growing up. And he brought me to all the festivals and everything. And um, when I was younger, my grandmother went to Scotland and came back and brought him back a kilt while, he was, cool. while she was out there. Cool. And, yeah. So your family still has some pretty strong ties to Scotland and everything. Yeah, my cousin goes out there like every couple months or so, but not at the moment because of COVID mm-hmm. and the shutdowns. Mm-hmm. Went to Scotland? Yes, sir. So what does he do? I'm not entirely sure what he does, uh, but I know that he um, he he goes up there all the time. I don't know if he's like some kind of timeshare or something, oh, but okay. um, he he's always up there. And we, we have family that lives there. Oh, wow. I haven't met them yet. That's pretty cool. So how many kilts do you own? I count. Three? I believe okay. three. And your Ross hunting is, is your favorite? That's the one I've been wearing the most out of two that I had. Now that I just got the brown watch kilt, um, I've actually been wearing that a lot more. Anytime I do my, my streams on my main Facebook page or if I'm talking to anybody, I'm most nine times out of ten wearing that. Or cool. if I'm shopping, I'm wearing that. Mm-hmm. And Brown Watch, for those of you who are listening, Brown Watch is the official tartan for the Real Men Wear Kilts group. Did you did you get that kilt from Bryce? I did. Um, I ordered it off of utkilts.com. Mm-hmm. And I even got the 10% off when I put in the uh, kilt Coupon on code. Uh, promo code. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So which of your kilts is then your favorite kilt? To be honest, the fact that I'm a part of something as we are, um, I got to say Brown Watch is... Cool. It's, just because of what what it means, and yeah. <laughs> well, my yeah, and I have to say that my kilt, because um, I I had one that I had uh, tailored for me for from Bryce, because he could he could do the length and and everything like that, and so I had him because normally uh, I sh- I wear a twenty two long, where most kilts are twenty four inches, so I'm always having to hike up my kilts to to make sure that they're right there at the knee. Otherwise, I'm drooping way past the knee and everything. But my my real man wear kilts tartan kilt uh, that he did for me is 22 inches long, and it and it is perfect on me. It's wow. a I, I love that I love that kilt because it's one of my few kilts that just actually fit me the way it's supposed to fit me and and stuff. And so I'm gonna be you know wearing that a lot more often and and everything and stuff. So. How has being, because you're a moderator also in the Real Men Wear Kilts group, and you're getting ready to do a show and, and everything. So how has all this kind of affected your kilted life or maybe just your life in general? The moment, like since I joined the group, joined all those many, many moons ago, it it's changed me. I wear it out everywhere. Don't care what. I, I just never wore pants. I would just wear that every single day all summer long. It was amazing. Uh, just the people, I never thought that I would get as much, not praise, but just like people waited to see somebody wearing that before and, until like joining, I didn't have the confidence to go out and about. And, That's cool. 
do you have any interesting kilt stories you know while you're out and about town or has anything yeah, like weird happened to you or so what is your what is your what's your interesting kilt story you were out here with me so yeah i was out there with you we went to the store uh, to get groceries and pretty much every single person in the store came up to you and i and was complimenting us just on our kilts and asking all the infamous questions that one would ask when it comes to that um, well, I, I remember that like this 80 year old woman coming up to you and just point blank do you got underwear on <laughs> yeah that was that was the infamous questions that uh, <laughs> i was leading to um but my favorite kilt story of all time was the day that i bought my ross kilt so the first kilt i ever bought myself i was at the Highland Games in Itasca, Illinois, I walked up to the Highland Kilt Company booth and they had some kind of deal going on if you got a kilt and whatever. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll buy one. So I go up there, the lady measures me, everything, puts it on me and I said, all right, now what do I do about my shorts? <laughs> she um, goes underneath the kilt, takes my shorts off and says, that's what you do with it. How funny. That was, um, I was red faced. I was, oh my goodness, <laughs> how old was I? I was 19, almost 20 <laughs> wow that's pretty that's that's pretty bold for her but also i can understand that's that's kind of ren fair and and highland game attitude too so right i mean at that point it's like this is what you do yep. it wasn't you know gonna be anything else it was just just how it is so here's here's an interesting one a while back i wrote an article about when you don the kilt it seems like you all of a sudden gain superpowers so what superpowers have you noticed or, how, or what superpowers do you gain when you put on your kilt? Mm. Confidence. Uh, if there's a superpower that would boost your confidence or ego, um, I feel like I could talk to anybody and have any kind of conversation. And I and it would make it to where I can just fit in with whatever that is. Even if I am not sure on the whole thing, I can still just be there and be in the moment. If that was a thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say that that's it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I can see that. Um, I mean, you saw that yeah. in uh, TRF. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened to you when you came out of that bathroom? <laughs> oh, God. I, I walk out of the bathroom, and guy goes, are you Christian Toll? I'm like, uh, yes. How did you how, did you recognize me <laughs> in the bathroom? Uh, but apparently he's just a member of the group and just recognized my face. Do you know who he was or anything or to, to be honest, I didn't catch his name. And if he is listening, it was great to meet you, even though it was outside of a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> any other stories or any other things that, that you want to talk about or share with? Or can you give any of our newbies uh, some advice? On advices. I can, I can do my best here. If, if you ever have a question, if you think that you should wear it, the answer is always yes. Whatever you feel that um, what you think you would look good in, just do it. Because... That's like the main question I see get asked on the group too is, is it okay if I wear this tartan if I'm not a part of that family? Or is it okay if I wear this type of fabric versus this, this type of fabric? To be honest, whatever you feel is comfortable for you and whatever you think look good on you, answer Great answer. Great answer. And yeah, that's, that's uh, in today's world, in today's modern world, wearing kilts is, I mean, there's the, we used to have hardcore rules, say 20 years ago or so, but a lot of those rules have kind of just disappeared by the wayside. And people now wear kilts just because they want to wear kilts. And it's interesting 
that in America, I would say there's probably more people wearing kilts in America than there are in Scotland. And, and so it's, uh, we, we are a rather large driving force for the kilted community here in the States and stuff. So I know, I know there's certain Scottish Scots that get upset that we're leading the, we're leading the charge and everything, but and it's because there's just so many Scots, Scottish people here, Celtic people living here in the United States. And I think our group, uh, our group is about 85% when you break it down by country and involvement and everything, but about 85% of the people in our group are from the U.S. So it's, and that's not to say, I would say U.S. first, U.K. second, Australia and, and that area third, and then Sweden and, and kind of parts of Europe as fourth being the, the involvement and everything. But the majority of our wear, our kilties here are, are from the U.S. and things. So, yeah, um, newbies, if you, you know, do like what Christian says, just, you know, just do it. Just wear it. Just, you know, whatever feels good and everything. Just make sure you're represented nicely and watch the wind when it blows. Oh, one thing. We we haven't even talked oh. about your show. What's your show oh, going to yeah, be about? Oh, yeah, that thing. That thing. Oh, okay, so... Nothing. All right. I was waiting for you to say something. Um, so uh, pretty much my show is going to be I'm going to talk about uh, certain cocktails and mixed drinks and kind of go into history on them. And as a, as a bartender, I love doing that. Uh, talking about different flavor profiles when it comes to making, say, like an old fashioned. It's going to be my first show. So if you're listening to this, that's your preview talking about what's better. Do you want a bourbon or do you want a rye, which I prefer rye in my old fashions, or, you know, it doesn't matter. It just changes the taste a little bit and talking about all that kind of sort of things. Pretty much just that. And I'll be, um, I'll be showing off the, uh, where everything's at at the same time. And you, have you, have you created a special drink for the, the group yet called, you know, call it a real um, men wear kilts or, Hey, give me a real men wear kilts drink or whatever. You know, I thought that was top secret, uh, and not even you knew, but I guess you do. Um, no, I don't. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was just I'm, pulling that one no, out. <laughs> no, um, I am currently thinking of something. I want to make something that's not too, too strong to where people can enjoy it, but something that shows that this is, like, this is different. So if that would actually be kind of a cool poll to see what people would think should be in it um we'll have to talk on that one later but yeah i'm thinking about creating a like a drink just specifically for the group that would be cool and then you could teach people how to make it and then all of us can get on a zoom live or facebook live and we can all have our specialty real men wear kilts drink and all of us enjoying it together and you know i think that's really cool oh, dude thank you yeah we'll see yeah. how it goes and it's gonna be exciting mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what other what other drinks or something are you gonna talk about, or or any any certain series of drinks that you're thinking? Are you gonna just stick with maybe Scotch or something, or are you gonna go on all the gamuts of rum, tequila, vodka, Scotch? You know, yada, well, what yada, I yada. like to do is do all the classic cocktails first. We start out the old fashioned because that was the first ever cocktail created, or so says all the books. Uh, Manhattan's, Rusty Nails, stuff like that, Negroni's, just variations of all those things. Go into basics on alcohol itself. Mm-hmm. What thing, like I was saying a couple seconds ago, what things taste a certain way and why they taste that way, and then go into drinks that 
show off those flavors. What a cool idea. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh-huh. Well, folks, we had Christian Toll on here, and he is going to be doing his show, The Twisted Anchor, and he's going to be the Kilted Mixologist. We're super excited about getting this show rolling, and I'm super excited to see what Christian can mix up for us. Uh, remember, we've got uh, on Sundays, I do push this podcast out, so make sure you download it so that you can listen to it for the rest of the week. And then also on Mondays, we have... Jen with kilts, excuse me, corsets and cuisine. On Tuesday, we have either Lewis doing Puddin' Live, which he's our whiskey aficionado, or Damien, who is the kilted Cajun, and he is our fashion expert. On Wednesdays, we've had some change-ups, so we get some floating shows popping in and out of that one. And then on Thursdays, we have Holy Smokes with Andrew and Sarah, Friday, we have the Tobacco Academy or the Highland Tobacco Company. I forget what uh, Matt's naming it now. He had a, a really long name and he shortened it down. So I kind of forget which, which I think it's the to Highland Tobacco Company now. And him and his wife, Michelle, are hosting that one. And then on Saturdays is me and my lovely queen, Cynthia, are doing whiskey and things and the goal of that show is enjoy some nice whiskey or whatever libation we may be drinking at that moment and then showing you some pretty cool stuff uh i think this week or this next coming show i found a really cool gadget for your kilt and i think that everybody is going to enjoy watching this show and seeing it in action and uh you know probably go out and get a bunch of them yourself so but that's everything that we got going on here. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at realbeingwearkilts.com. We're working on the website at realbeingwearkilts.com. Excuse me, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash realmenwearkilts. My bad. And then our website is realmenwearkilts.com. We're going to be doing a lot of updating and changing and stuff on the website and really start uh, doing some exciting things. Stay tuned to uh, a lot of the events. I do know that we are working on an event here in Houston, and uh, hopefully around mid-February, we're going to try to have a, a get-together. I know that we're also working on an event uh, for St. Patrick's Day, which is also Andrew Lyon's uh, birthday, who is the host of Holy Smokes. And so we may be trying to do something there. And then whatever else, other things happening around the U.S. and possibly Europe that uh, some of the other folks are trying to get rolling and everything. We're really working hard at trying to create outside events and things so that more and more people have excuses to get out and wear their kilts with other kilties. So that's everything that's going on here. Thank you so much for taking the time to download this show. We'll see you. Goodbye. God bless. And kilt on.
Hey folks, is that a great show or what? This has been a lot of fun this evening, today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this show. Um, do me a favor and continue to share this with everybody. Let everybody know that we're doing these podcasts and get the word out. You can go to anchor.fm and download the show, as well as Speaker and Google and iTunes and uh, Spotify, as well. I mean, it's being pushed out all over the place. So share it and let people know to watch, to listen to Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast. So it's been a lot of fun, a lot of great guests. I want to thank Chris. I want to thank Christian. I want to thank Jen. And I want to thank Jennifer for allowing us to play her music and everything. So it's been a lot of fun doing this this evening, today, tomorrow, or whenever you're listening to the show. We'll see it. Goodbye. God bless and kilt on. Mm-hmm.